Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Hello. So I think we have, is it Chandler? Yeah. So it's 8.33. So should we wait for a little more? Or should we train? I guess I'm okay with starting. Okay. Who would like to pay us in? I will. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Uh-huh. So we take a breath. We begin to connect to our hearts, to our higher selves, to the divine energy, to energy of healing and wholeness and love and trust and clarity and wisdom. We leave all of our worries, all of our beliefs, our doubts, our limitations of the day and the week behind. We place them on the holy altar to be healed, to be released from us. We walk together in light and love. And we ask for clarity on this call to be connected through love to help ourselves and our clients and our loved ones heal. Remember that they are healed and whole. We're so grateful to be part of this community, to be connected here together today. And in love and light and in gratitude and oneness, we let it be. So it is. Amen. 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 Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for bringing Yeah. So are you done with the certification or? Am I? No. The only thing I'm not done with is I need like 16 more sessions. Yeah. But otherwise I'm done with everything else. Okay. Oh, wow. That That's wonderful because it took me, I was done in the year. What I was not done, the journals. Oh, yeah. Well, I still technically have some of those daily journal entries to fill out. I have, probably have like two months worth of those left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the daily journals were fine with me. Where I was behind was all the chakra works. You uh-huh. know, all that took time. Yeah. Yeah. 
What about you, Tamlin? Well, I am just starting my Masterful Living course this year, so huh. I I have a ways to go. I have not started my sessions. Um, Kelly, um, that's the question I wanted to ask. Do I start my sessions after my first year of Masterful Living, or do I start now? You can start them any time, as far as I know. Oh, okay. So you ha- have you already been through the intensive? Yes, I've been through everything. Okay, okay. Then you can start. Yeah, yes. you can start them. Oh, okay, okay. And already done the big freedom. Yes, I've done the freedom with the um the first freedom. Yeah, so if you. Can, you know, but I haven't finished my book. <laughs> <laughs> I had finished finding them a while ago, and then I was was years of natural living. Of course, my and then I was done with all. What took me longer was uh, complete the journals. In <laughs> so, do you still do a lot of spiritual counseling, Phil? Not, not, because I we moved out of the country for a couple of years to Africa, and we just got back. So you know, while I was in Africa, maybe I did little bit, not much. Hmm. But that back into the country, uh, uh, I continue spiritual counseling in my coaching. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of of Tamlin said she had not started yet. What about you, Kelly? With the sessions? Yeah, I've done I've done like um ninety about ninety something of them. Mm-hmm. I have okay. less than twenty to go. Okay. Okay. That uh, I think uh, Jennifer also made. She said you could do that or Phil, you're cutting out. I can't. Um, you're choppy. You're cutting out. The your audio is cutting out be giving me a message saying my um yeah she's freezing yeah she's freezing okay let me do one thing let me take off the 
let me uh, tell me if this is better without the my mm. video i cut down on yeah. the video that sounds better now okay yes yeah. uh, so what i was what I was, i was saying is that i think jennifer also made it easier now because you can uh, volunteer to do those activation sessions right and that can be counted through towards your counseling Mhm. Oh, two more people joined us. Here are Bob and Paula. Oh. That's nice. Hello Paula and Arva. <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever, Paula. <laughs> Oh, we just got off the masterful living. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's what we were. <laughs> oh. Do we still have our Arba or she is not there anymore? At least yeah, not showing on my screen. Yeah, it looks like she disappeared. Can I ask you guys a question about the web the spiritual counseling training webpage? Sure, you can, but I'm not sure if I have any answers, <laughs> but Paula and Tamlin might have the answers. So I was just trying to get on there to listen to a recording of the last spiritual counseling training call and I can't see on the sidebar where those recordings are like under the spiritual counseling training certification class page there's like there there's doesn't seem to be any place where those recordings are listed Are you, are you checking on the Facebook page? Uh no, not the Facebook page like the when you log into Jennifer's okay. website, Jennifer's okay, site. Okay. okay. Are they on the Facebook page? I didn't really even think of that. Uh, no, I I don't know. I just thought maybe you know uh, is it posted there? I think this the question maybe for uh you might have to send a message to Lori and she might be the right person to answer that okay maybe angela okay That's a good question because I'm actually looking now because I know it was on the side. Yeah. I know I've seen it there before. It just seems strange I couldn't find it this time. Well, I don't need to take up all the time. trying to figure it out. I was just wondering if anyone knew easily. 
so what what about you Paula you currently in the um, certification uh yeah i'm not sure i got some sort of certificate in the mail recently was it for the intensive cuz uh-huh. i got that a couple months ago did you for our intensive like 2 years ago <laughs> oh no i wasn't sure uh it was some certification i should check it out you know yeah i was i too got it but you know uh, i think i we were like the earliest batch probably the second one after jennifer started it so it was way back and i just got my i think i i also got mine yes <laughs> yeah it's behind me cuz i was just i had it on my shelf and i was just packing it in a box cuz i'm moving and so it's for the oh it's backwards but it says for the training intensive <laughs> in 2017 very nice i like to put it on my shelf behind me where i do my sessions here <laughs> <laughs> probably we should get another one which says certified spiritual certified spiritual counselor yeah yes i got quite a bit too in an envelope are you are you counseling Paula um from time to time yes but not um steadily but you, you never know um uh i i do masterful living you know and um co-facilitate the the masterful living circles the mastery circles co-facilitate and co-facilitate um uh, the the uh, healing from sexual abuse mm-hmm. um and um uh I do freedom parties and uh things like that quite a bit and counsel when I'm on a uh one of Jennifer's um retreats and somebody's looking for a counselor I'll do that and then um what are those other things Akel that we that we did um the facilitating the freedom circles no uh those but the one where you uh take a person into the, their future Oh, activation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Activ- yeah. I did um a lot of activation sessions. Um There's the Araba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've done that, but I haven't necessarily um and if, if people call, you know, to then I'll I'll be available. but that that's that's what I do. I don't have specific um 
I'm a realtor. <laughs> so I'm counseling people all the time. So. <laughs> it was interesting because on our um, Masterful Living one tonight, the two people who asked for prayers were asking about whether they should move and that they find the right house. <laughs> that's appropriate for them. And I thought, I'm in the right business for this. <laughs> yeah, people will never not need you, Paula. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's it's practice it's a spiritual practice. You know, it really is to be kind. Uh, at all at all times, uh, and to know that calmness is a superpower, and not to be triggered by, you know, the the the, the people involved who may be shooting themselves in the foot, and you may be trying to help them. They may not, you know. You, you just, it's uh, yeah, it's something. I had an interesting experience tonight, speaking of counseling. Uh, my Kundalini yoga teacher uh, called me and asked me to come over today, tonight. And it turns out that somebody wrote a book about Yogi Bhajan, you know, and it's one of these revelatory books about him. And it, it was interesting to to experience that, you know, f f from her her perspective. Here's an entire community that's built upon this particular individual who brought through these um, teachings. And then all of a sudden, here's a book that shows that he's a man. Hmm. And so I uh, um, just, I guess, shared with, with her and listened and worked through how his being a man doesn't take away from the power of what he brought through the lessons uh, in yeah. Kundalini Yoga that he brought through. Okay. Yeah, so that was a interesting moment of counseling. <sighs> that I wasn't expecting, because she didn't say, I need you to come over and talk with me about this. And she just said, there's something urgent that I need to, to talk with you about. And I thought, well, this is a moment of, this is a forgiveness opportunity. This is a release of judgment. So uh, did, was she triggered that it was, man, it was men who had written the book? Or what was it about? I think it was a, a woman that wrote a book about how he uh, uh, sexually abused her and, and controlled her. You know, and um, my teacher is a is a very very lovely uh, 
woman, and she is thinking about the whole Kundalini Yoga organization, the 3HO, you know, and, and my thought was that perhaps this is an opportunity for them. What is the opportunity for them in this? You know, so I was thinking perhaps it's an opportunity to ascend into an even higher vibration and leave the teacher. You know, in other words, now they have to take this mm-hmm. as a group, these teachings, mm-hmm. and it continue that without their uh, um, guru, so to speak, who passed away maybe 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, quite quite a while. Um, and, and Paula, was he the orig- originator of Kundalini Yoga, or was he one of the followers of Kundalini Yoga? I think he was the originator in the West. He oh. he may have uh, brought through or brought from the past ancient teachings. Mm. But a lot of it he did bring through, and he he created this uh, uh, incredible process. I mean, I I studied yoga, but not Kundalini yoga, and and yoga itself has had its share of of people who wound up being, you know, kicked out of their groups or called on their inappropriateness. But that doesn't take away the impact of yoga in the lives of so many people. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing with Kundalini yoga. It's quite a, a, quite a, um, a gift, I think, to humanity. And it's interesting. And being a survivor of sexual abuse and having learned how to do the forgiveness work and release the judgments from myself and the others involved. This is, again, being able to be a spiritual counselor in a situation like this because a lot of people are going to be asked to do that with Yogi Bhajan. Hmm. So so, so in in the spiritual counseling that you do, what, 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 how did you see her, or did you see her shift from where she was to, or to a different place, a forgiveness place? Yes. Yes. She, she was in a place when I got there of, she was somehow assuming the guilt you know, for even being part of the group. And she was thinking, what's going to happen with the group? And she was feeling, and she she was flailing about inside herself. And so uh, I, I felt that at the end, she was relaxed, relieved. Her face was calm. 
her eyes were peaceful, and it was as if she felt a sense of new direction for herself and herself as part of the uh, Kundalini Yoga community. So I thought, I, you know, I felt um, very positive about that. Wow, that must have been quite impactful for her to go through the whole process and you leading her through that or you facilitating her own growth. Yeah, and the other thing was she was thinking that maybe, I think maybe she's jumping ahead a little bit, but she was thinking that perhaps in their a kundalini yoga community they could benefit from some of the healing work that we've been doing with Jennifer on survivors of spiritual um, the survivors of spiritual abuse listen to me survivors of, <laughs> survivors of sexual abuse <laughs> well and you know what in the, in the case of Yogi Bhajan it might have been survivors of spiritual abuse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they might w- want to, you know, if this comes up, the, the question is, how can the entire community, uh, 3HO community, proceed with forgiveness and non-judgment? Even with the, the lady that wrote the book. Can they be spacious enough yeah. to accept her without judging and um, condemning, etc.? It'll be an interesting test. Yep. Yeah. That's wonderful you got to see that shift in her and that it was, like, in person, too. Yeah. And kind of spontaneous, it sounds like, as well. Yeah. Well, she's a lovely teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I take a private class with her uh, every once a week. Mm-hmm. And, um because I'm older, <laughs> I want to be in the classes, <laughs> you know. Um, geared towards someone of my age and ability, and she's great. She's great. Thank you for sharing that, Paula. I appreciate it. I appreciate it having a place to share that, you know, that I know is safe. Yeah. Where Where else can I share that? <laughs> I mean, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, Arab. Where are you? 
Sorry, I'm here. <laughs> um, this is a good conversation. Thank you, Paula, for that. Um, it, it does remind me of around Roman, I don't know, Pulaski in France and the Cesar Awards and the Oscar and, and, and separating out the man and the art um, and how we move from forgiveness uh, versus condemnation. So I appreciate this conversation because that's something I was thinking of around the news. Um, I do have a question. Um, so I've had a series of activation sessions, and in one of them, I had a really challenging time uh, trying to get the participant, the client, to, to, to envision. And what they said was that they felt like their challenge was to stay in the present moment, and that's what they would like to do. And they felt that, you know, trying to think about specific things for six months or a year wasn't in line with that. And uh, we, we ended up having a great conversation, and I, um, I moved through with her you know, all these different questions and, you know, um, asking her lots of different things and ways that she might open up about some things that she could feel and was comfortable uh, a saying about this, you know, life that she desires. But I just wondered if any of you have had an experience like that and what you do. Well, Araba, I've had experiences where the client had a difficult time envisioning, for sure, um, where they couldn't really get past identifying the challenge, um, and for different reasons. That's a really interesting reason. Um, that's really interesting. But I just had a, I actually had a, just a session yesterday where it was, uh, it was like scheduled to be an activation session but what happened was um it ended up being like a really long spiritual counseling session um where the challenge was identified but then when we went into the envisioning there was a completely complete block um and so and that was okay because it just turned it turned into that they needed a spiritual a counseling session to just kind of work through all that and it ended up being an incredible session like one of probably the most powerful sessions I've ever had um, so I've definitely experienced that but that 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 is really interesting like because I feel like staying in the present moment is kind of like like do I want to say like a like separate than envisioning the future like it, it it to me it seems like like staying in the present moment is the challenge for that person probably because they 
they get into fear or they get into maybe past trauma or past pain or future worries and fear. But going into the future in a positive way is something like completely different. So. Yeah. So um, this person, thank you. Let me stop and say thank you for sharing that. And, and yes, I've had sessions. In fact, I had one yesterday where, you know, the block was just so strong about being able to see past it. Um, we didn't actually convert it into a counseling session, but a lot of really, a lot of emotion was released, and they also got, like, great guidance. Like, by the end of it, they were like, oh, I'm so glad I did this because now I can see just so much clearer, like, the direction to go. And then they were also able to do a piece where they could see basically the symbol that was like they could envision themselves in the symbol. So while they couldn't do like a lot of the specific things, there was there were parts of it that they could do, and it was incredibly powerful, as you mentioned. With this other session, though, it was it it wasn't so much that the person like would go into the past and the future, at least that was my sense. It was more so, I'm sorry. It was more so that um, it, it almost felt like they've cleared so much already. Um, their long-term study of a course and really living it and being with Jennifer, that they, it, they really felt like they that they didn't have a specific thing that they were, you know, trying to get to. And, and for them, they talked about um, sort of this, and, and it felt a little slippery to me, about, you know, fantasizing slash envisioning or putting futurizing versus envisioning and the distinction there. But I couldn't quite, like, I didn't get the sense that it was because they were, avoiding dealing with an issue or that they were going backwards or forwards themselves typically in the practice. So it was it was just a really interesting um, place to be and um, I feel like I handled it as best as I could in the moment, but I just wondered if anyone else had an experience like that. I don't think I have experienced with the activation session because I don't think I have done any. But, uh, you know, basically doing spiritual counseling sometimes, you know, I mean, I, I did have experience where the person just wanted to hold on to what is the pattern. And, you know, intellectualizing it and then saying, even when I would, the, the best thing that I always felt or the, the question that always really helps me and I would ask, you know, just, just uh, step back and ask, what is that your spirit wants? 
what is the spirit saying one thing is saying to you right now in this moment just move into your body versus just being up in the head or just working with the mind you know and just to say you know how what what does what is this feeling it brings up for you when you connect with your spirit and ask this question and that is one thing that has always gotten me the best results or at least felt the connection or you know there are times that the client would say you know i i i can't even get to that place so you know just to look at are you willing to look at what what is the resistance here so just putting it back to them in the question form because they do have the answer only we have to look for it from within you know i don't know it if this makes sense to you arab yes no that is a great reframing and i definitely did that and you know and i have done that in counseling sessions and it's been really effective um, it didn't i don't know the sense i got was that it, it really wasn't resistant which is why i um sorry which is you know why it was sort of puzzling to me that they they kind of did the activation session um but what kind of flowed out i think was that you know they had done their goal setting session and to them this felt like a separate thing a separate thing from the end of the year letter and having specific goals and i think now that i think about it to me it felt like an opportunity to practice how they would like to be yeah um this year you know with the uh, um you know not getting drawn into thinking about the future and thinking about the past but it was really that hour of practicing being fully present and just going with what was what is So thank you ladies. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it up because I definitely can uh, actually relate, you know, for me also like if I I think the goals did not really <laughs> resonate for me. Uh, I, I mean I I can see that I also have quite a bit of resistance but if you ask me, you know, how how do i want to be what is it what is the vision that i have for myself how do i want to feel in my you know in my connection with my spirit i think that that gets me to that place versus like you know 
oh, by the end of the year, I want to be, you know, having all these clients and doing full-time spiritual counseling or, or doing all, all that does not really lights me up, doesn't energize me. But my relation, my connection and how I want to feel and feeling that fulfillment in me resonates for me. And how can I, how can I connect with others from that place of deep inner knowing? Yeah. And and that they were able to articulate from that place. Yeah. Definitely their feeling and how they would like to feel and how they would like to live from that place. Yeah. So Phil, are you are you well I know you already did coaching and you have your own coaching business yep. um are, are you what i'm wondering is besides Vanessa and Cal and you who have either therapy businesses or coaching businesses mm-hmm. are there people in the program who are full-time spiritual counselors that mm-hmm. that's what they do for a living because the sense I'm getting is that that that's not the case not to me I am not I'm not a full-time spiritual counselor I actually use the spiritual counseling tools in some of the thing from my spiritual counseling in my coaching but i'm not a full-time spiritual counselor i mean you know uh, and because i'm also doing leadership facilitation so i bring that component in my facilitation in that when i say i bring that component in the sense i you know previously i used to separate the two but now i will i feel quite comfortable to talk about the spiritual aspect because i say that it's part of all of us whether we accept it or deny it mm. and the more we deny it the more we are into disconnected from our own self and so you know you cannot i mean then what what is happening also we get into that place of fixing others and we are not in the business of fixing anyone because that was one of the thing from my coaching school that i have taken you know we always started every session when i was in a coach training they always started saying you know every individual is naturally creative resourceful and whole nothing to fix nothing broken and nothing to fix but plenty of room for development 
And, you know, for me to be able to see that resourcefulness and wholeness into my client and into even the leaders that I do leadership development. And then to bring that wholeness and that wholeness is the spiritual component to me that which, you know, we used to previously separate because we were thinking like, you know, you need to keep it strictly corporate and we can mix. Now I'm like, you know, hey, whether you want to accept it or not, that is, that is a big part of us. And uh, what it would be when you are that integrated whole versus just having the only the the parts of you that you feel oh is okay to talk about into leadership because whether we talk about emotional intelligence or mindset or mental model it it all has those components the spiritual component without that it's not a complete picture of us you know yeah I guess I said more than you wanted me to say <laughs> no that was perfect um, yes. you, you answered my question and that's been my sense uh, and so I think for me it's been a little challenging to think about no, to to have a sense for how to take the training and create a no, what I would call it not a career mm-hmm. with that. And I, I think when I came into it, that was my mindset that I would have this training and that would be my career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now that I don't see it that way, I feel a little bit like I'm floundering. Um, And so what you're saying is really helpful because I I do think that no matter what I do as a career, that this training and these opportunities have become a part of me. And so I will bring it to whatever I do. Um, so, yeah. it's, so it's nice to hear that yeah. um, verification. Yeah. I think a big, big aspect of it to, for me personally was being able to really feel comfortable within myself and bring that connection first to myself so that I could take it out. Yeah, absolutely. This like the work that it triggers mm-hmm. to do for yourself and what it brings up and being able to look at that and um, harvest learning from that, I think is, has been the value, like a something that I didn't necessarily understand how big of an impact it would be. Mm-hmm. But it definitely has been. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and together with that comes also, you know, it makes me personally feel a lot more authentic. 
and not as an imposter you know mm-hmm. yeah so for me i i totally understand that and i think where i struggle is that without a vision a clear vision of how to use it i fall into this place where i i i feel like i'm i'm not being i don't know how to actually explain it um so you you mentioned sort of this imposter syndrome and you know feeling authentic and imposter and not now that i'm not clear that i'm hanging out my shingle to be a spiritual counselor I actually feel a bit like an imposter. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. That but, makes sense to me, Araba, because I, I've had that challenge because, like, I work in the mental health field, right? Like, that's my full-time job. And so I've I've struggled with that a lot, particularly the last year. Um, and it's been really challenging to try to integrate that like into my work with clients in the therapy setting. I feel like I'm somewhere in between what you're describing Araba and still what you're describing where I'm really trying to like be, feel more authentic and more genuine in the way that I, I am with clients and the way that I communicate with them. And not my spiritual client, counseling clients, but my mental health clients. Um, and it's been really challenging, and it's particularly because a lot of the clients I work with, they, they're not interested in spirituality. It's not a part of their life. So bringing that in, it, there's, like, a part of it that's almost, like, actually, like, unethical as a therapist, like something I'm not supposed to do. But what I found is like if I if I really keep myself in that space and try to embody that feeling that I get when I'm in a spiritual counseling session with a client, if I can hold that that truth for them within me, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about so much the fact that I'm not using that language or doing that work like verbally with them in the communication because and it it, and then if there's communication about it it happens more natural like and I might I might you know be different in the way that I communicate it like if somebody you know maybe they respond more to nature or to like the universe or you know other ways of describing it and for me, just knowing within myself that this is all the same thing, um, but trying not to push that on them in a way that feels um, unethical, but is also authentic and coming from a place of truth for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been challenging. You know, there are a couple of questions that, um, I mean, I don't bring, like, the Spirit or the Holy Spirit into the session, but I will 
say, you know, what brings you alive? Or what gives you energy? Mm-hmm. What, what gives you a sense of, what gives you meaning and a sense of purpose in your life? Tell me a little bit about that. When are you most alive? So that is the way for me to connect with the spirit because the sense of purpose and meaning is also going to their values. So, yeah. I love that, Phil. I love that. I, I wrote that and I'd like to use more of that. I use a lot of um, like deep desire of your heart with clients, like with all mm. sorts of clients that don't have a spiritual uh, interest or connection. And they, um, they do quite well with that deep desire and um, just the mm. forgiveness work. Like I've used forgiveness letters with clients mm. that mm. are completely not spiritually, you know, identified in any way. Um, and, and they, they've responded really well. So wow. that's, that's, the, really that's the way I've done it. But I love the language you're using too. I like that. I, I like Kelly that you're using that. that. That's really wonderful. And that, you know, that creates the shift in them and they are willing to look at that forgiveness thing, you know. Because when often that brings a lot of resistance to some people. Mm-hmm. Because they always... Oh, yeah, I've had that too with, with presenting it to them too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that's great though. I'm, I'm really feeling good that you're able to bring that to them. Yeah, I mean, the other, what, what I also do is, you know, I bring a little more neuroscience because that becomes totally acceptable to them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I just bring the whole thing about, you know, uh, when you are in this resistance, how, what type of chemicals it is dumping in your body, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're stressed, it is the cortisol. When you are um, having this happy feeling, so the feelings that make energizes you, how is that neurologically helping or supporting to uh, bring the serotonin, increasing your serotonin or dopamine or endorphins, you know, and so which which one would you like to choose what is the place like and and that is even considering you know somebody's holding the revenge or holding some some vivians basically in neuroscience it is dumping a lot of cortisol because that brings all those feelings right? mm-hmm. so make, make, make it, using that terminology just to uh, it's like meeting them where they are and taking them to that next place, which Cal, you were talking about holding that light within you, knowing their wholeness, and you hold it for them, even though they might not be there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it also helps me feel like I'm doing more spiritual counseling because I'm not doing enough of it like like I have that challenge like you are but like I would like to be doing a lot more of it and I'm not um 
So I have to try to work it in when I can. And like, you know, maybe for us too, it looks more like just in our day day to day life, like an interaction with a stranger in the day or like, just like anywhere we can just be doing that, that work of God and, and um, seeing it like that in, in any kind of interaction we have. Real estate. <laughs> All the clients are, you know, um, what you could say, uh, the children of God. And you, you're uh, bringing your spiritual awareness from all these things that we've worked on and studied into that. And you can't even use the terminology. You Mm -hmm. can't even use the terminology. But, for example, here uh, here is a... See this? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, Jennifer talks about a God box. This is my God box. And um, I put people into the God box to sell their house. And (laughs) it happens. It's like working on the invisible in real estate, uh, assisting people through very difficult issues with family members and you know I just talked to a trust officer who said um, the skeletons come out of the closet when you deal with death and money (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really true and so it's a continual opportunity to use everything that we're learning in masterful living and as spiritual counselors just to to deal with real estate clients, whether they're selling a house, buying a house, you know, uh, death, divorce, uh, downsizing, um, you know, all those all those issues. So, you know, I was thinking, Arba, you may want to put up a, a put your a placard up that says uh, counseling, you know, or uh, define it a little bit like um, um, are you uh, looking for something in life are you um, what are some of the things that you know could be part of counseling that actually would be um, the spiritual um, you know that you could put underneath a heading of just counseling so maybe you don't use the word spiritual because too many people may have make meaning of that that isn't where you are, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But they would resist it. They would find resistance to it. Where counseling, if if you're looking for, you know, um, self acceptance or you know, use some words like that that people would you know, uh, worthiness, etc. I'm thinking of all the things that came up during Masterful Living 1. <laughs> you know, so they, they might consider counseling for that, but spiritual counseling, maybe not, because... Or coaching. Coaching. 
counseling people have resistance to even that word, but coaching people are more open to. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. <clears throat> we were at, I think, the hairdresser and or, or, or somewhere, and they were like, yeah, well, your mom's a life coach, so, you know, <laughs> and I was like my life coach okay <laughs> so that's there funny. you go there you go <laughs> so it's funny you said that cal <laughs> yeah so people are seeing you that way <sighs> yeah thank you for all of the suggestions and input i appreciate it i'm actually having a counseling session with jennifer tomorrow and so um, that'll be my first one, and so uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> You'd love it. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I'm really glad that, uh, you know, uh, the, this is the, I think, first community call since I've gotten back. I, I've seen five people on the call. Yeah, the way uh, I joined like couple and it was the same two people and I said, you know, hey, if this is not working, that's not, we need to do something about it. And I, I remember Araba and me talking and Sue, Sue was the third person on this call and we were talking about it and so yeah, I'm I'm glad to see at least five people today. <laughs> five offers. So this this was beautiful too. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really felt inspired by everyone's um input and sharing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks thanks to everyone for showing up and uh, playing in the same sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> sharing the sandbox, you know, because, you know, the, this is how we want to create the community. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually was really pleased to get the uh, WhatsApp message from Carla and realize, oh, we, we actually have a WhatsApp group. Wow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten. We, we kind of do. And, and there's some people who aren't on it yet, but um, can be added. But that was another forum that we as a counseling community haven't really taken advantage of. Although, you know, we do it for every other group, masterful living and mm -hmm. mastery circles and finding freedom. And so I was like, oh, yeah, we can do things there, too. So um, it feels like there's a shift in energy, and I'm really pleased because I have felt over the last year it has felt to me like we've been less connected as a group. And so um, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the, my whole thing, like coming onto the call, I said, okay, let's see if this has changed anything. And then when I got onto the call, I, I, 
initially I didn't see anyone and then I saw uh, Cal and then Tanlin and I said, okay, that is different three, two, two people rather than the same <laughs> two people. <laughs> and then Paula and Araba showed up and I was like, wow, five, that's something. Mm-hmm. Already I know we have passed the time. So who would like, does anybody else have anything else before we close? Yes, I would like to ask anyone, um, do anyone have an iPhone? I have an iPhone. Oh, because I was going to ask, to get the recordings, uh, Kelly, is for our spiritual counseling, is uh, we have to have an um, iTunes. And I have an iTunes, but I seem to not um, get the recordings, like, you know, what it tells us to type in. So I'm just asking, does anybody have the, uh, have anybody been, like Kelly asked in the beginning, has anybody been able to get the recordings of the spiritual counseling call? Because I just realized that, Kelly, you could go into the member's login and click on the podcast. in the spiritual counseling oh. session. And, um, okay. you can, yeah, you can go um, there, and because I've been looking at it, and it says um, it gives you the instructions. You have to go into iTunes. Oh. Once you okay. read it, you'll probably get a better understanding than I am getting. Okay. Because I I needed to I was looking at the iTunes in the in the App Store, and but it's not it's not coming up where I can get the um, podcast. Does anybody know anything well, that about that? Well, that might be what I'm guessing. Maybe that's because like I only have iTunes because I pay for the iTunes app, but that cost me ten dollars a month. So I just that's my subscription. Um, so if you don't pay for it, maybe that's the, the barrier there. Because um, I do have the app. So you think you have to do the other app and pay for it? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Has anybody yeah. on the call has been able to get into the spiritual counseling recording, playback? And how do you do it? So I'm not an iPhone person. I'm an Android girl, and um, I just do it the way – I don't do it as a podcast because they weren't originally, my understanding, created that way. So it's just downloading the recording and then playing the file. Uh, That's how it comes up for me. And I do it a lot of times when I do that. I have a choice of what program I want to listen to it with. Um, a lot of them come up in my Amazon Music, um, but I can just play it, too, with any any program that does a, a video slash audio sound. So, yeah, I just keep them as, as individual files and play the files. I, I don't do Stitcher or podcasts or any of that. 
<laughs> oh, okay. But I'm saying when you first did it, did you go to the login membership on the Jennifer Hadley? I did. So I did. And this is on the old site. Now, see, if you're dealing with the new site, yeah. then I don't know anything about the new site because I don't have access to the new site. So everything that I'm talking about is from the the previous site. No, this is from the old site. This is oh, not okay. the new site. This is the okay. old site. It's just that on the on that right hand side it has mm-hmm. um calls and then it has the podcast calls. Mm. So I'm assuming that that's the spiritual counseling calls. Yeah, maybe you could, maybe um, GJ would know about that, Tim and Lynn, if you send the email to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might know that tech stuff or tell you who knows that. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Angela's well, a good person, to, and she has an iPhone, so I would reach oh, out okay. to Angela. She mm. does a lot of that tech stuff. But, yeah, again, on that right-hand side and then the calls, yeah. I've never done them as podcasts. I've only done them as the individual recordings. Oh, so they do have the um, – so how did you do that? Did you see – did you click on the calls? I just clicked on each. Yeah, so if you click on them, then each one comes up as its own link. And then I clicked on by date, and then I just clicked on that the date. Yes, thanks, Phil. We should close it out. <laughs> Did you get what you needed, Hamlin? And again, yes. Angela, yes. the person. Yes, I'll, I'll um, experiment. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So Phil ran, and um, anybody want to do the closing prayer? Well, I prayed in, but I'm happy to pray out if no one else would like to. <laughs> Love for you to pray out. I missed your okay. opening prayer, so it would just be my delight to hear okay. you. Pray Mine out. too. Mine too, Cal. <laughs> All right. All right. So we. Take a breath and we capture the love here today, the connections we made. We're grateful to have shared, to have connected, to have been one, aligned with truth, aligned with love, clarity, peace, all the spiritual qualities. We're here only to be truly helpful. We offer up our grievances, our blocks to love, to be healed to the root cause. We're grateful to know that we can do this in any moment and that we can have the life that we desire, that we are beings of pure light and love. We're grateful to be in this community, being able to serve others, to serve ourselves. And so it is, until we meet again. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night.